It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. And today's show is about SpaghettiOs, hummus, and Sarah Palin. Okay, so now that we're all on the same page here, let's start the meal with, well, you know what we're going to start the meal with. You know what they say. Eat dessert first. Here's some for me. Here's some for you. Sugar. Thank you. Thank you, Wilson Pickett. Sugar, sugar. Yeah. The Archie's original. Only wicked the wicked only wicked the picket do could that. <laughs> yeah, I needed a little more sugar to start speaking the words of language in order of the. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. Thank you for being you. I have some sad news for you. This is a special interest to the people of Ann Arbor, as this is a nutritional milestone that has passed or some such mixed metaphor, the Campbell Soup executive who was behind SpaghettiOs and Chunky Soup has died. Donald Gerke was 83. 
Gerke was marketing research director of Campbell's Franco-American line in the early 1960s, when his group started dreaming up pasta in shapes that would appeal to kids. He chose the O's. Can you imagine being a fly on the wall when that decision was made? He chose the O's. Can you imagine spaghetti L's, spaghetti Q's, spaghetti 7's? I don't know. How about spaghetti O's, man? Wow. Very exciting. Later, he helped to introduce chunky soup, but who cares? It's the SpaghettiOs that we really care about. Now, I wanted to do a little more research into SpaghettiOs and its relation to uh, Franco-American, the Franco-American line of Campbell's Soup. So I went back to the most important news source we can all rely on, which is, of course, The Onion. Going back to November 14th, 2011, a little bit of friction going on. At 11 a.m. Monday, operations at L'Usine des Eaux, the world's largest SpaghettiOs manufacturing plant, ground to a halt, leaving the world with as little as a week's supply of SpaghettiOs in reserve. Do you remember 2001? I do, too. Meanwhile, French efforts to replace the O-shaped pasta with plain, easier-to-produce, long spaghetti have proven fruitless, with the U.S. threatening to withhold raviolios from French supermarkets if there is an embargo. The international dispute casts a pall over the proud and storied history of SpaghettiOs, a symbol of transatlantic friendship dating back to 1965. The canned lunchtime staple began as a cooperative effort between U.S. President Lyndon Johnson and French President Charles de Gaulle, who shared the conviction that the convenient pasta meal was a delicious and nutritious way to maintain good Franco-American relations. From 1965 to 1968, a panel of top U.S. food engineers painstakingly developed the four sizes of O's, while France's most esteemed chefs developed the distinctive tomato and cheese sauce. Unveiling SpaghettiOs at a White House dinner, Johnson hailed the breakthrough as, quote, the zesty, flavorful glue that holds our two nations together in peace. Mmm, zesty glue, mmm, SpaghettiOs. That's from The Onion, and it must be true. Again, mourning the passing of Donald Gerke, the executive who was behind SpaghettiOs. And so we say, oh.
so sad. That just uh, that song just makes me sad. I'm sorry. That's Jackie Wilson and Reet Petit from his greatest hits on Brunswick Records. Thank you, Jackie Wilson. Thank you, Wilson Pickett. If there's any Jackie Pickett's out there, thank you too. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. And this is something you ought to know because you're in Ann Arbor or you're near Ann Arbor. You're probably thinking about hummus right now. Why? Because I just said the word hummus. But aside from that, this is important news of the hummus world from Abu Ghosh, Israel. This is from the AFP. I'm not sure what that news source is, but it sounds like AP, which sounds like Associated Press. It has an F in it, so it's probably extra good with that extra letter in it. That's what I think. This is We, we read from The Onion earlier. That was actually very silly and, you know, satirical. This is actually true. Fifty chefs in the Arab-Israeli village of Abu Ghosh last Friday mashed up close to 9,000 pounds of hummus, beating the Guinness World Record set in Lebanon just months ago. This is a new record, says Guinness educator Jack Brookbank, as the massive dip dished out in a 20-foot satellite dish provided by sponsors weighed in at 8,992.5 pounds. This is about twice as much as the previous record set in October in neighboring Lebanon. I've heard Lebanon is already planning to strike back, Brock Bank told AFP, as a band struck up a traditional Arabic tune to words hailing the humble hummus. I've got to find that one and play that for you. A simple but tasty dish of chickpeas, sesame paste, olive oil, lemon juice, and garlic. <laughs> hummus stirs passions and rivalries across much of the Middle East. Lebanon recently sought to have the European Union register the dip as a Lebanese specialty, drawing hoots of derision from Israeli aficionados who claimed that would be like claiming intellectual ownership of bread. Hummus, sometimes described as one of the oldest known prepared foods, is enjoyed in much of the Middle East and has probably been around for centuries. Most hummus pundits, I just got to say, hummus pundits, hummus pundits, hummus. most hummus pundits agree its historical origins are lost in the sands of time, with various theories mentioning several areas of the Middle East, Rome, Greece, and the Crusaders, which is not a place. For Jawadat Ibrahim, who organized the event, the roots of the popular dish are irrelevant. He's just happy that there are 9,000... It's Here we go. It's something we all share and enjoy, said Ibrahim, who owns the Abu Ghosh restaurant in the heart of the Arab-Israeli village of the same name which every weekend attracts hordes of hungry visitors, many in search of the perfect hummus. About 50 chefs worked side-by-side side to prepare the massive plate of hummus set up on a specially erected platform outside the restaurant located just a short drive from Jerusalem. The Guinness official was impressed. It's really very good, Brock Bank said. I was a little worried they might sacrifice quality for quantity, but that was not the case. Ibrahim said, Lebanese hummus is very good, but boasted that Abu Ghosh is the hummus capital of the world. Uh-oh. With Lebanon apparently determined to one-up Abu Ghosh, Brock Bank is convinced it's going to be a long battle, but a nice one. I think that's a nice battle. Fight over food, but in a good way. I found a notice on tribehummus.com, which I read every day, claiming that Plato and Socrates wrote about the benefits of hummus in their diets. So... It's been around a while. Mm, I'm going to read the ingredients again just to make our mouths water here. Chickpeas, sesame paste, olive oil, lemon juice, and garlic. <laughs> i got to eat after this show. I really do. But you should know that a couple of years ago, something like this sort of rivalry, rivalry, this rivalry, rivalry was satirized. We're back to satire now. In a short movie called West Bank Story. Okay. 
According to the website for West Bank Story, this is a a film from 2007. It actually won the Oscar for Best Short Film in the Live Action category. West Bank Story is a musical comedy about David, an Israeli soldier, and Fatima, a Palestinian fast food cashier, an unlikely couple who fall in love amidst the animosity of their family's dueling falafel stands in the West Bank. Tensions mount when the kosher king's new pastry machine juts onto Hamas hut property. The Palestinians ruin the machine, and the Israelis respond by building a wall between the two eating establishments. Hmm. The couple professes their love for each other, triggering a chain of events that destroys both restaurants and forces all to find common ground in an effort to rebuild, planting a seed of hope. Wow. That's West Bank Story. Again, it won the Oscar in 2007 for Best Short Film in the Live Action category. And let's hear a tune from West Bank Story, shall we? Let's listen right now. Very subtle ending there. I hope you enjoyed that extremely subtle, smooth segue from rousing music to complete silence without any kind of warning. I hope you enjoy that because that was something I've been carefully planning for the last couple of split seconds. That was a song from, 
West Bank Story. You can listen to that, actually, again at westbankstory.com, and you'd probably hear it ending exactly the same way as you just did. Wouldn't that be refreshing? West Bank Story was a short film that won an Oscar in 2007. That song was called Our People Must Be Fed, and that's why you're listening to it, to be fed by knowledge. That's right, knowledge. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we've been learning a lot, haven't we, today? We've learned about SpaghettiOs, we've learned about hummus, we've learned about relations between you and me and all of us people here and things. Well, I got some Sarah Palin news for you, like I promised earlier. And you're thinking, oh, did you? Yeah, well... Okay, Sarah Palin made her paid debut on Fox News on Tuesday as a commentator. I believe it was on the O'Reilly Factor. Yes. Also in the news today, Sarah Palin announced that she plans to be in Las Vegas in April to keynote a trade convention for wine and spirit wholesalers. Why is he telling me this? I don't understand why he's going on about Sarah Palin. Here's the thing. It's kind of spooky, really, because right now in Ypsilanti there is a puppet production called Muerta Goes to Space Prison. It's at the Dreamland Theater. It's going to be this Saturday and the next at 7 p.m. And here's the plot. Listen carefully. The year is 2013. Syria Pralin is president. Female daytime TV hosts are banished into space. You knew it, didn't you? Muerta Spewart, again, that's Muerta Spewart, is forced to do her show from an HD space prison. She tries in these poor conditions to prepare for her Holy Day special. The plot twists into a chaotic tornado of magic, rainbows, glitter, mythic creatures, and even the bathroom sink. Your mind will continue to swirl even as the credits roll. They've got credits rolling in a puppet show. That is sweet. The whole ticking package, says here, is gift-wrapped with a soundtrack by Charlie Slick that includes Elvis and Bee Gees covers, and it will be presented with a video called Fanta and Tammy, a Dirty Brothers quality production. Where can you learn all of these things about Syria Pralin? Why, you can do that at the Dreamline Theater at 26 North Washington Street in Ypsilanti. It's on North Washington Street, just a little less than a block from Michigan Avenue in downtown Ipsy. That's going to be this Saturday, January 16th at 7 p.m. and next Saturday, January 23rd at 7 p.m. at the Dreamland Theater in Ypsilanti. How about a little inspiration? What do you think?
it's another really, that song makes me cry too. You know why? I'm just prone to crying right now because they were trying to make 100 pounds of hummus, but only 99 and a half is the best they can come up with. 99 and a half, okay, it's not about hummus. I'm lying. That's the first time I've ever lied on this show, so cut me some slack, okay? That was Sister Rosetta Tharp and Katie Bell Newbin. And 99 and a half. I love their voices mixed together. That's just hummus. That's just hummus. It's just hummus the way their voices mixed together. What am I saying? What? That's from a collection called The Gospel Sound of Spirit Feel, and it's on the Spirit Feel label. Again, sadly, didn't quite make 100 pounds of hummus, but nonetheless. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and it's eight minutes till seven o'clock. Arwolf is here. He's going to help us face the music in just a few minutes, but first of all, we need to go back in time, just like we did just then, to this man-on-the-street discussion, you know, with uh, Muerta Spirit in outer space and um, 9,000 pounds of hummus on 20-foot satellite dishes. It only just goes to show you. We have uh, an association with several biochemists created by crossbreeding a new animal. What we're trying to do is get public acceptance of the animal. And our method is uh, retail store display. You just want to put it in your window, I'm let people see it. See, it's a zebiel. We have one. Uh, zebiel? Yeah. yeah. What is it? <coughs> it's your, uh, no. no, it's a cross, as, as it implies, uh, which the original experimentation took place uh, on the African continent. It's a cross between a zebra and a certain type of sea eel. And it's almost entirely a zebra-like physically. The eel influence is only in the legs. There is kind of an octopus-like uh, set of legs, but they put that in the window. I'm liable to come in here some morning and think I've been drinking too much. Because Why it would that? attack you? Because no, I think, look, what am I looking at? Something I've never seen before. Well, see, the little fella in the morning, he's contracted. He's only about two and a half inches long. Generally, he stays in that state. However, sometimes, and this is unpredictable, he will expand to seven or eight feet in the course of five minutes. There's a tremendous expansion and yeah. contraction factor because of something in... Uh, <laughs> Who needs this animal? I mean, what do we... What, what do you, what do you see? Well, the idea is we're trying to popularize it with the American people as a watch animal. It's very vicious. It's vicious. It'll snap at you, just like that. You know, like police dogs. Seven or eight, seven or eight feet in a, in a matter of five, five minutes. minutes. Who needs yeah. it? Yeah. Why, why, what, is, what is negative about the expansion factor? Who's got room to have a watch, a watch animal seven or eight feet long? Well, Why? that's a thing. You have to give it an injection as soon as it expands itself, and then it'll contract. I can get that too close to it, <laughs> to inject it if it's going to snap at you. Well, you have to be quick. That's, that's for you, sure. You better believe it. <laughs> well, uh, could we bring one in for trial? Huh? Just leave it. No, I don't think you're better. Well, what do you do? Just let him hang around? Or well, we generally yeah. try and get him in the window. He climbs up the window, and the, the uh, legs are very flexible. They're stronger than, you know, an octopus's... Uh, Tentacles. Tentacles. Yeah. But they clutch in the same manner. And uh, What do you do when it gets to seven or eight feet on the window? Well, you have to use controlling devices. Do you guys send this injection in? No, it's a regular little uh, needle. It you looks like a hypodermic. Uh, I'm lost. I get customers in here, <laughs> running out all day. What's, What's going to happen? Suppose I get mad at them. So? I don't like animals. This they is, don't even have a dog at something home. different. I guarantee you, you've never seen an animal like this. This is a cross between a zebra and an eel. And an eel. Uh, yeah. What makes this contract? What is the property that makes this it's, contract? It's some apparent mistake in the crossbreeding process that causes a glandular difficulty. No, I don't even care to Look, see it, to like, be honest Just bring it down in the car, Look, and I, you bring your boss out. Definitely no. Definitely. How about here for an hour? No. You're afraid Look, of it attacking people. Can we bring it? In period. Look, with, what about taking it home with yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you have any children? If you don't have any children, it might be okay. 
have children. How about just a picture of the Zabiel? No, I don't even want a picture, <laughs> a picture of, of the Zabiel. <laughs> you don't know what's called Zabiel? <laughs> this is the greatest. This is the greatest thing since sliced yeah, bread. Yeah, the greatest thing since sliced bread, right. That's Coyle and Sharp in 1963 harassing poor defenseless people. Kind of like what I'm doing right now. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. Thank you for being defenseless. What am I saying? Coming up soon, Arbolf will help us to face the music, but first, just a little bit of news. Uh, the word has been getting around, and it is in fact true. The Heidelberg restaurant, well, it used to have the club above, above the restaurant. Now it's actually a poker room. There is no more Heidelberg club above. Uh, all the shows that were going to be booked there are no longer, so that is unfortunate news for people looking forward to those bands, but that is true. The Heidelberg club above is now a poker room where they play poker. Also, though, uh, a place we're going to talk about in the next few weeks pretty soon makes salmon, smokes their own salmon in town in Ann Arbor. It's Durham's Trackleman's, and they're going to be opening for the first time this year. They, they were open all last year, but they took some time off, and they're going to be opening tomorrow. They're in Carytown. They're around the corner from all the other Carytown businesses. But we're going to talk about giant salmon being smoked and all of that sort of thing at Durham's Trackleman's in the next few weeks. And a reminder, of course... Muerta goes to Space Prison at the Dreamland Theater this Saturday and next Saturday at 7 p.m. The Dreamland Theater on Washington Street near Michigan Avenue in downtown Ipsy. Thank you for listening. I've been Mike in spite of everything, but we're going to go out with another moment to say thank you for the man who was the executive who was around and came up with the O's for the SpaghettiOs, which have helped our lives in ways that I can't possibly measure. We're going to go out with a little bit of, uh, as, as SpaghettiOs are an authentic Italian dish, we're going to go out with an authentic Italian folk song. Rosemary Clooney, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Have a great week. Talk to you later. A girl went back to Napoli Because she missed the scenery The native dances and the charming songs But wait a minute Something's wrong Sigiliano, all you calabrese do the mumbo like a crazy with a hey, mumbo. Don't want a tarantella, hey, mumbo. No more the mozzarella, hey, mumbo. Mumbo Italiano, try an enchilada with the fish bacala. And hey, goodbye. I love how you dance, Arumba. But take some of advice, Faisano. Learn how to mumbo. If you're gonna be a square, you ain't gonna go nowhere. Did you get a happy in the feet? So when you mumbo Italiano, shake a baby, shake it, cause I love it when you take a me. Say stop or I'm gonna tell a papa and I hate Jadrul. You don't have to go to school. Just make a wee to be the bambino. It's like a vino. Kid, you're good at looking, but you don't know it's good.
It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz. Experimental radio from the University of Michigan run by students with lots of assistance from regular working stiffs who live and work around Ann Arbor. Rosemary Clooney, huh? Why, I thought that was uh, Ruth Wallace for a minute, which says a lot about both of those artists. Uh, my name is R. Wolf, and I've, uh, this is the first public thing I've done all week. I um, want to announce that my mother, Helen Bialyskiewicz Grenier, who is well known in this community as a, uh, well, for years she was a creative writing tutor at Washtenaw Community College, and she worked for the University of Michigan in a whole bunch of different departments over many decades. Um, she passed away on Tuesday morning, the 12th of January, at about 9.15 Michigan time. She was 94 years old and residing in St. Louis, Missouri at that time. So what I have uh, done, I figured this would be therapeutic for me and interesting for you, perhaps, especially if you knew Musha. Uh, if I came down here and just uh, played three pieces that have something to do with this subject matter, we begin with six pieces for orchestra opus six, uh, it's composed in 1909 by Anton von Webern, and this piece is inspired by the death of the composer's mother. The six pieces, uh, they're semi-programmatic. One, the expectation of a catastrophe. Two, the certainty of its fulfillment. Three, very brief movement, the most tender contrast. Four, funeral march. Five, remembrance. And six, resignation. Face the music. <laughs> 